All right, bradcooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show pop recording artist Alakai. What is up, bro? I'm good. I'm here. Dealing with the LA sun. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I used to live in Southern California, so I understand. Um, yeah. All right, so I read through your bio, and you have a very interesting past. I mean, honestly, I read some things in there that really kind of took me took me by surprise a little bit. Um, so I would like for before we get into your singles and your and your and your current music, kind of give my listeners a little bit of a, of a of a background story on you about your dad and 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 your girlfriend. I mean, that was some stuff that you see in like Lifetime movies. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, it's like usually when I tell people the, uh, the story, they think it's just that like a story that I made up for the album, but it's actually true. So uh, when I was about, about 17, just about to touch 18, um, my dad got, I found out that my dad got romantically involved with my girlfriend at the time, even though we were, uh, we were on a little pause. And then it just kept escalating from there, like, then I found out that she's pregnant. Wow. And with his child, or maybe it's his child, maybe it's mine, who knows. <laughs> and then, uh, so basically after that, I kind of got into a heated, a super heated argument with her and him, both of them at the same time, because he wanted to move her into the house. Then he kind of kicked me out of the house and uh, basically cut me off. And uh, then they got married shortly after. So how old was your girlfriend at the time and how old was your father? Uh, they got married right when she turned 18. And how old was your dad? How old was your dad when this happened? Uh, like 45, wow. maybe. Wow, that's, yeah. that's, that's like crazy. That's like seriously crazy stuff right there, man. Uh, yeah, it is. So, you, um, you use that, you basically use that for, um, it kind of, it kind of propelled you and made you the person you are today, though. Yeah, for sure. 100%. All right, man. That experience caused me to uh, basically start taking music uh, seriously. That's where I found the meaning of music and expressing my emotions through. Um, I'm I'm sure it played a psychological, you know, had it had to, it had to have had a psychological impact on you. Um, and I read through your bio yeah. also that um, because of that, it, 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 is it fair to say that it also made you? A little bit more comfortable with your sexuality, where you, where you came out, or is that, or is that something that helped that? Uh, yeah, for sure. And then, I mean, another thing is uh, back in Jamaica. You know, Jamaica is a very homophobic country. Oh yeah. So uh, in LA, in LA, I was able to basically express that side of myself freely, and because it was such a new feeling for me, I really, I really didn't have a chance to like you know. Uh, express that side of myself back home. So when I uh, got a chance to be in an environment where I could express both sides of my, both sides of my sexuality, then uh, that's when I realized I have a preference for boys. Yeah. So then you um, so you, you, t- you use that and, you, and you t- it really made you take your music more seriously. So you have an EP, it's called Cruelty, is that correct? Yeah. And yeah. And on the EP, you dropped a, f- a couple singles that we'll talk about. And the first one I want to talk about is Cloud Nine. Um, give me the backstory on that song. So uh, what, Cloud Nine, what Cloud Nine represents 
is basically because every song on the uh, on the album Cruelty is based off of an emotion that I went through uh, while I was trying to recover after what my dad did. So uh, what Cloud Nine represents is the period of my life where I went really badly and deeply into drug abuse to kind mm-hmm. of escape reality. So Cloud Nine, yeah, that's basically the essence of the the background of the song. And you were basically on Cloud Nine. I mean, is that that that's pretty much because of what happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yep. And then the second single, "Be My Main." Mm-hmm. What's the backstory there? Talk about that song. All right. So, um, "Be My Main" represents the earliest stages of a relationship. So, like when I was actually in a relationship with a girl, and it also because it's a I wrote Be My Man after I thought I finished the album, so it's the last one I really put on it. So, uh, it also, it's also, uh, it's kind of a dual experience because it represents the time that I was, well, the time that I was with her. And then it also represents a conundrum that I faced in LA where it seems like it was easier to have, to have, uh, sexual relationships than to actually have a real relationship with somebody. And so I decided to plug all of that in a song. You know, to make it a fun, bouncy vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really expressing frustration with the whole <laughs> stereotype. But yeah, I plugged all of that into that song. So that's the story behind you, I mean. So where are you and your father at now? Are you guys on speaking terms, or are you guys still still bad deal? Uh, no, we haven't spoken in uh, years. Ever since, because I, I dropped out of med school when all that happened. Yeah. It was almost... Two years in med school, almost a sophomore. But yeah, we haven't spoken in years. Any regrets on dropping out of med school, or is that just behind you and you've moved forward? Uh, no, that's definitely behind me. Moving yeah. forward. Yep, I, I admire that though. I mean, I mean, I mean, you're going with with your heart, and you're you're making something out of this music. It's not like it was just a waste of time. Yeah, for sure. I also, I also read that you um, you like to dance and you incorporate dance into your performance. And how long have you been dancing? And were you trained or is it something you've taught yourself? Uh, initially when I was back home in Jamaica, um, I was trained a bit. But I got really deeper into training when I came to LA. That's when I really started my intense dance training. So, yeah. I would say I've been dancing for like maybe five years probably mm-hmm. like two years professionally with like real training behind it so you've actually worked with a choreographer and learn and learn from a professional dancer things like that yeah yeah for sure yeah I do podcasts with the TV show uh, World of Dance you ever watch that show World of Dance yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but I'm doing my second season working with that show interviewing the dancers and um, it's pretty interesting I've learned a lot just, just by working with that show all right, so you're looking to drop an album by the end of this year, is that correct? Uh, I was going to drop it at the end of this year, but I decided to wait after Christmas, so definitely next year. Next year, January. And the reason for that, are you looking to drop some more singles, or, or, or just more, just want to just wait, you know, just just take your time a little bit more? Uh, yeah, I'm dropping, I want to drop at least, but most five singles before I drop the entire album. Mm-hmm. So I'll be my main release is um, August 23rd, so that's this Friday. And um, maybe another single is surprise in September. 
Now, what about Cloud9? Is that is that getting any spins on radio? Uh, yes, it was actually in the the DRT charts. Nice, uh, top two hundred. Yeah, so that was a big big surprise to me. <laughs> that's a very good surprise. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, you'll follow up sure. with Be My Main. Hopefully, hopefully that'll get some charts too on the charts. Yeah, that's the fun. Um, talk about some of your musical influences coming up. Musical influences tend to be very wide because I draw, it depends on the type of song I'm going after, I draw influences from different sources. But in terms of performance, the four main performers that I always point out are um, Bob Marley, Michael Jackson, Beyonce, James Brown, and Celine Dion. Those are my five top performers. Those are really in good terms ones. Of live performances, yeah. And you said it too because live, because Celine Dion is this, and her vocals are just ridiculous. Yeah, it's uh, angelic. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really is. And I really, I'm like you. I appreciate vocalists that can play live because let's face it, yeah. there, 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 there is that situation where some people are just studio musicians, and then when they get on stage, they just they don't really they don't really meet up to standards for what sounds like you know. To what it sounded like coming off the the record, and then you got some sure. really really good ones like you mentioned that can do it live uh, flawlessly. For sure, for sure, and I think that's really where the magic happens too. You know, when you're live, yes. on stage performing. That's the truth, that's man. Really where that's where when you you know when you're a musician, you write music and you create music, and then obviously the goal is other than obviously to make money, but the goal is to share that music. With people, because you know, I see I, I see music as therapy. I see it as a medicine for people. And so, one thing that's universal across the whole world is music. I mean, every continent and on the sure, planet, right throughout history, right, right throughout history. So, yeah, I would think as a as a songwriter and a, and a singer slash performer, it's important to, to to sing and to get that feedback back so I, 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 I'm guessing that when you see lots of people singing the words that you wrote it is very gratifying it is it is that's what's up man so what are your goals for the rest of this year going into 2020 our goals for the rest of this year I really just want as much traction as possible leading up to the release of the album you know expanding my uh, my fan base getting my spins up and my stats up but uh, yeah, and definitely having uh, more performances. I really, I need to uh, release more of my singles before I start performing more. I know a lot of fans have been asking me about that. Um, but yeah, as the year goes on, I'll be performing some more, get some more gigs. Let me. Yeah, that's definitely the goal by the end of the year. Definitely yep. increase the traction for the release of the album next year. Let me ask you, what what's the process like? Like as a songwriter, you write the song, you produce it, it gets released, you drop it. So, what is the process? What are some some proactive things you do to get those spins? Uh, to get releases? Yes, correct. I mean, do you call them? Do you call the stations? Hey, check out my stuff. Do you email? You know, MP3 files to them. Do you? What, 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 what are some things that these musicians? I'm a lot older, so I, I'm, I'm I'm old school. Back in my day, you know, the holy grail for a musician was to get signed to a record deal, 
and then the record company sure. promotes you, you know, then they and they finance your tours and your you know, your merchandise and, and all that stuff. But that's changed now with social media and things just change in music. So as so you you being a songwriter and a performer, when you write that song, you produce it, you cut it in the studio, you release it, what's next for you? I mean what what do you do to get those radio spins? How do you proactively go after that? Yeah, a lot of what you mentioned, emailing, uh, all those stuff, getting, actually mailing it out to the stations, yep. servicing them. But uh, also, I, I really have to thank my publicist for that as well. They really helped me get the song out a lot. Yep. Um, that's Starlight PR. And then another thing, of course, the holy grail is social media. <laughs> you know, yeah. getting your fans to spread the world as much as possible. Because the thing is, once it picks up, once it gets some traction on a streaming platforms and you have it you service in the radio stations you're, mm-hmm. it's naturally going to catch on eventually so it's a multifaceted attack and you basically use social it's media attack, yeah, yeah you, you, different you, have, you use social media get those retweets and shares and followers and then of course you emails and calls and things like that and it's, it's, a, it's a multi-front attack yep Good stuff, man. Do you um, do you do any producing at all? Uh, at all? Uh, yeah, I actually produce, right? I don't produce all my tracks, but I do have a co-engineer and a co-producer sometimes that I work with. Okay, yeah, that's good, man. That's one thing I've noticed about interviewing musicians, younger ones. Um, there's a lot more musicians and, and performers that are taking the production into their own hands and I'm guessing one of the reasons may be because it's really expensive studio time isn't it yeah it is I mean I still do perform I still do uh, record the, the tracks produce the tracks in the studio with an engineer but the main thing for me is that I definitely write all the musical notes that I need and arrange the entire song and then just have the engineer just kind of plug it in yeah. And we fine tune it from there. Do you play any instruments? Uh, nah. I used to play the piano, but I'm really rusty now. <laughs> I used to play when I was younger. <laughs> oh, I understand. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Good stuff, man. Yeah. All right, so um, I think we've covered just about everything. EP's called Cruelty. I did two songs, Cloud Nine, Be My Main Drops. You said August 26th, did you say? Well, when is that dropping? August 23rd. My main drops August 23rd. But Cloud9 is out on all streaming platforms now. Yep, and I also checked it out on YouTube. You can, you, the, the, the listeners can do that. Um, tell the listeners also where, where they can follow you and, and where, where, where they can get your music. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Spotify. My username is Alakai, and that's A L L O C A I. Uh, you can listen to my music on all streaming platforms that include Spotify, Apple, you can purchase it on iTunes and Amazon, or you could also follow me on SoundCloud, same username, Alakai, A-L-L-O-C-A-I. You can just find All right, man. I enjoyed talking to you, man. I want you to come back on the show once you got some new stuff you want to talk about, all right? For sure, for sure. Thanks for having me. All right, Alakai. Have a good one, man. I appreciate you coming on.